Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Hey, everyone. As a reminder, this episode is part two of two with Laura Carpenter. We hope you enjoy it. I know I'm not going back into the loan business, but I need something to do. I'm thinking, okay, I'll be a business consulting. So I did open up my own business, Rose Rex and Associates, for business consulting only. And then that's when Laura approached me and I said, well, then you're going to pay me through my business. I'm not going to be your employee, but you can pay me through my business because I want to consult other small business owners. And I did that. So I work really part-time mm-hmm. just doing filing and organization because I am a organizer. So Randy trained her. Randy trained And then we sent her to Admin Angels. And Admin Angels called me and said, Laura, you're wasting your money. She knows. <laughs> She's yeah. already as organized as organized can be. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't need anything else. She had the luxury of standardized work. I handed her the yes. annual said, here you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake. And then, you know, my business was growing. But, you know, I'm like, Laura will always be part of my life. This girl will always be part of my life. And Randy, too. <laughs> and <laughs> he's really the driving force. Okay. All right. We just keep him at bay. But we would definitely be lost without him. I mean, we may joke and make fun of you, Randy, but you are the head. You are the head of the house. You know, so then COVID came. And at that time, you know, my 25 business clients that I had that I was consulting, Laura was part of that 25. Well, 24 said, Rose, we can't pay you. Our business is taking effect because of COVID. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's okay. And I knew that I would have Laura. So that's when Laura says to me in July, now I'd only been working part-time a couple months. And she's like, girl, I think I'm going to need you full-time. You know, would you consider? It works out. The way it does. That's right. It's all God's timing. And first thing I said to her, I said, well, I got to pray about it. Make sure that I want to do this full time because if COVID ends and if my customers come back to me, you know what I mean? So when COVID kept awesome, yeah. And, and Laura's like, I was going to wait until October, but I can't wait till October. <laughs> well, I need you now. Oh, the real estate world because blew up. Yes. Yeah. Blew up. Like we lost record. It was so weird. Randy and I said, Randy's my driver. Go ahead and tell him why you're my driver. Keep the community safe. <laughs> okay. You're learning all my inadequacies. <laughs> do it for Kentucky. <laughs> and I told Laura, please do not touch a file and dot boop. She's not allowed. No. She's not allowed. I look at it. I won't believe it. Yeah. I'll text her and say, can you go in and approve something? Okay. But no, don't ever try to do a contract inspection agreement form. Not even the final walkthrough. I don't want you to touch it. I can't touch anything. Because we're always, between Randy and I, we're always having to clean it up. So it's better. We're the cleanup crew. If you don't touch it. None of the agents. Even her two son-in-laws. Yeah, I allowed to touch it. Not but then. Yeah. 
since then, we got our two son-in-laws. It's a family-ran business now. We have our two son-in-laws. They're our buyer's agent. Of course, they have full-time jobs, so they work for us. And we've got one that won't follow standardized work like I do. And then one follows it to the letter. (laughs) So these two, she's our chihuahua. She's always barking. Always. Yeah. Somebody has to keep them in line. That's right. That's right. And this past year, because I did move back to Florida, moved back to Kentucky when Hurricane took my home. And, you know, Randy and Laura, they moved me to Florida. They moved me back to Kentucky. So it's more than just a work with the three of us. We're family. And I remember she called me and she said, pretty much tears. She said, my house is destroyed. FEMA won't let me live in it. She said, where do I go? What do I do? And it just so happened that we have one little house. We call it the healing house. Bedford Cottage is our healing house. We had a friend that their child was going through a divorce. And so she moved in the house, lived there. You know, a divorce is a hard thing. And so we kind of called that the healing house. And what's funny is Randy and I moved in during COVID. We were remodeling our house and we moved in the healing house for two and a half years. Yeah while we were remodeling, and there was our office. So Rose was up there all the time working in the office. Who would have thought this? And so she moves off to Florida. Then she calls him back. Well, that girl had just said, that day, I'm moving. So I thought, well, we'll open this up as this next Airbnb. And then when she called me and said, Laura, what am I going to do? And I just remember thinking God would tell her, come on, my child, come home. And that's what I think I said. Yeah. Yeah. We have a house. I was like, Bedford Cottage is going to be available. And I said, well, I used to clean Bedford Cottage. I know the house inside and out. I know a quarter of it. You know, God doesn't make mistakes. No. But I did tell her at the time, I said, look, so much is up in the air with FEMA, with my insurance company. I said, can you hold that house for 30 days? So all I'm asking, just hold it until the end of October, because within two weeks, I should know something from FEMA and my insurance company. So it was about two weeks. I said, all right, I'm coming home. I knew. I called Ashley. I said, Ashley, go up there, clean this house to Rose. She it the Rose Standard. Our Airbnbs, I'm a premier agent, so successful because Rose puts the standard clean to it. And then she trained Ashley. Ashley already was a wonderful housekeeper, but. She trained her to Rose Clean. We did fine through COVID because we had already were washing our remote controls and our light switches. And yeah, yeah, we were already doing that. Our window seals. I mean, she goes over the top for anything she does. And so Ashley went and got her a cheese tray and Randy and I drove. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We drove and, you know, there was no really hotels to stay in and stuff when you got to Florida. Yeah, because, you know, they're shut down from flooding or they're destroyed or whatever the situation. And us being germaphobes, we didn't want to drink that water, you know. So me and Randy, we drove. We slept in a hotel and then we grabbed her and we drove all the way home. Yeah, nonstop. With her two puppies. (laughs) Northport, Florida, yeah. And everybody is like, oh, are you moving back, Rose, once you fix the house? I said, no, I'm sick of this moving. I don't want to repair. You know, I had just gotten done remodeling the inside and outside of my home in Florida two weeks before Hurricane Ida. Just got done. I wasn't even really enjoying my home because I was just between working for Laura and remodeling and doing a lot of the work myself, I wasn't really enjoying. 
I mean, I go to the beach on Saturdays, but that was it. Go to church on Sunday. But the rest of the time I was there working. Thank goodness I don't have it from experience. But when someone loses a spouse, you really are lost. You You're really lost. don't know. Imagine. I mean, and she came to me one day when she was still living here, Bria, and she said, I want you to sell my home. I'm moving. You know, she was almost restless, almost just, I think life ends in a way. And well, I mean, a good part of it does. Yeah. You know, that it's how do you rebuild? How do you pick up the pieces? How do you get back to what is normal, a new normal, however you want to say it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm blessed that my stepdaughter bought the property because it was the property that's been in the family for generations, you know. So she was out in California at the time and she, you know, just changed her mind and said, yes, I want to buy this, you know. So I gave her a big family discount, of course. And then she came back to Berea and made Berea back her home because she went out in California, couldn't handle her father's death. Her and her father was very close for the last, you know, five years that she was here. So she needed to get away. And, you know, the prodigal son type story, she came back and... Thank God brought you back at the same time. Yeah, a month later. So, you know, if people really just stop and take the time, you could see God. Yeah, it's not coincidence. It's not. Now I look back and I'm thinking, okay, God, I know now what you said to me in that restaurant, that this girl was going to be more than just a realtor in your life. I did not understand what he meant. What does that mean? She's a realtor. He knows. And I met a godly man here, you know. You want to tell him about that? We moved her back here. Moved back here. She's nine months later. I married in October. So now we're getting ready to celebrate. She's leaving me again. Well, (laughs) going to move to Lexington only because he's working. He's got another year and a half to work. Well, Lexington's not too far. No, it's not far. She worked for us while she's in Florida. Yeah. We talk every day just about sometimes if I'm in trouble, I talk to her more. (laughs) Which is quite a bit. So that's kind of our journey. And it's just when you get the systems and the tools, the work is so much easier. You're not overwhelmed because we've never been about our numbers. We're not that kind of company that says, you know, when you talk to like Keller Williams, most of them know their numbers. And it's really ironic because people will say, how many houses do you sell? A lot of times I don't know until Keller Williams sends us something. And selling it. Summary. Yeah, yeah oh, because it's yeah. not really about that. You know, even though I am putting a spreadsheet together. I was too now. It's about doing the best job you can do one client at a time. Yeah. Well, and it's not really work. To me, it's not work. When you have a passion or love, you know, you love getting up every day knowing what you're going to do. I mean, to me, it's not work. True. We put a lot of prayer in it. You know, our clients, I really believe that God puts those clients in our life. And those are the ones that we take care of to the best of our ability. We treat them just like we would treat our own children buying a home. And this is why you have so many repeats. You get so many repeat clients that come back to you guys over and over again. And that's why. Yeah, because once a client, always a friend. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get to be a part of all their big life things, but it's really cool when your client. You see their vision. You know, I've got one client that's just, I've got so many special ones, but this one came to me and said, I don't know what God's wanting me to do, Laura, but he's wanting me to do something. And it took us three years to find her house and sold her house 
And we still don't know what, but God's given her visions and she'll contact me and say, what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Randy just read that podcast this morning or or Rose just told me this. And it's like, let me share this with you and I'll be excited to see. Maybe that'll be your next podcast or whatever God has in store for her because the world's changed a lot. It has. The world is, it's almost like Satan is after our children. You know, it's not almost. Yeah. You know, and your children. And that's one thing I've always been very passionate about Christian education for children. You've got to instill values and our politicians and our government doesn't allow us to do that anymore. But it's so important that you instill things for children to believe in. Children have got to have discipline, have and hope. You know, they have to have hope to know that life is not doom and gloom. All the time. No, but your media, you know, they don't put the good things out there. Well, most of the time, the social media doesn't either. And that's what these children see all the time. And it's so negative. It's such a negative influence that they have just their self-worth, their identity. You know, their thoughts about the future are so different than ours were when we were young because they're just bombarded with all this negative material all the time. And they need to know that there's hope. Yeah, I agree. We grew up, you know, our teachers taught us in the public school, they would teach us scripture, you know, the Ten Commandments. These children, you know, you're in trouble if you do something like that now. And I feel sorry for a teacher. To be a teacher today, how do you discipline? How do you get them to back down? Yeah, you know, when I'm in the market and I see a child acting up and that child says no to their mama, and I'm like, oh man, Rose, if I had said no to my mama like that, she would have went out there in that Harvey lot and grabbed that switch off that tree. And she'd say, you said what now? What did you say again? Go ahead and say it again. Oh, no. She's our bulldog. No, no, mama. I said, we're going to have to edit this podcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We all grew up though, that way. Yeah. You did. You know, you didn't question your mom. No. You never said why. I get tickled if my daughter Leslie was here right now. She would say, it's so funny that she would get in trouble for backtalking, for sassing us. She said that other kids could be doing whatever they wanted and doing things illegal. They didn't get in trouble. She said, but all I did was sass. And boy, dad would be like, you don't talk to your mother like that. It's a different world. It is. It is a different world. It sure is. But yet, keep God first, though. Everything else falls into place. Yeah, as we have seen today. I mean, how many little things? So is it just, well, this happened, but the situation resolved itself the same day, most of the time, you know, because he has a plan and he works it all for our good. So we just got to keep on keeping on and keep that positivity. It's like I had a friend that said, I wonder why you had to go through all of that. You know, wonder why you had to go through that stuff in Florida where, you know, you just got done with your house and now it's destroyed. And I say, you know, I said, I have no idea. You know, I said, maybe 10 years from now, it'll click and say, oh, something may happen and say, oh, it'll be like that restaurant wondering why God, with this poor woman, why'd you pick her to have to help? You know, you don't know. And even with our clients, whenever you're their realtor, you get very personal. They have to kind of air their dirty laundry to you to let you know what their debt, their finances are. But it's the most rewarding job I've ever had because I see the problem. The problem to me is not near as big as it is when you're the person involved in it. Of course, Randy's a realtor too. So we sit down, we look at it, and we see their solution. 
And it's just hard work and helping them succeed. And I think when you talk about them coming back, it's because they had such a good experience. They're coming back for us to help them find another house or they've told someone else about us. The best compliment we can get in your business too is referrals. That's the best compliment. And I got to give kudos to Springdale Title too. You all are part of our AT. We call it the AT team. You know, when we did the wedding venue, we had the AT. And you knew if that photographer, if that caterer, if that venue, that preacher comes, you know that you're like, oh, this bride's going to have a fabulous event. Remember when I came on board? When I was a loan officer and I said to you, because I came to the ribbon cutting of Springdale title. And I said, Laura, I said, I use Springdale title for my closings. She did. And I did not know who Springdale title was. But even a meter story is my niece. I think you were at every birthday party my niece ever had. We were on dates team together in high school. Didn't know until we started doing closings together. We were chit-chatting. We were, you know, such a small world. It is a small world. It was. I tried to be the cool aunt that would get all the old from Mario's and I would stop at Silver Creek. So we'd swing before we got there. <laughs> See, once again. It all just works out the way it needs to. You know. He puts us all together. Was yeah. it six degrees of separation? Is that what they always call that? Yeah, six degrees from Kevin Bacon or something like that. <laughs> Where, like that. <laughs> but yeah, you're our AT. I appreciate Whenever that. I don't even have to worry, you know, and a lot of times we get you all because someone else is using you all to buy one of our houses. And then we see we're like, oh, Ashley's on top of this. We're not even worried. So you all have equally as good. Of- well, I appreciate that. But Rose keeps me aligned, too. So I know when the phone rings and it's Rose, I better pick up because she has something important to say. This <laughs> <laughs> is my name. Oh. It's really funny. Some of these really, excuse me for interrupting. That's because I do not waste anybody's time. That's true. I've always had that motto. If you see me calling, it's just like with her. I said, you see me calling twice, you better pick that phone. <laughs> she'll call Randy. She'll call the chief. I will. If she don't call, I call Randy. Where's your wife? I said, I need her. Look at that altar statement. I need it. I need it now. The hardest part of her job is keeping me in line, isn't it? I know that. She does keep us in line. And some of the other agents out there that have been there for a long time, they don't like Dot Loop anyway. They're old school. Some of them have called me and said, who is this Rose Rex? She's driving me crazy. I ain't got time for this. (laughs) And I'm like, if you will do what she says, she's not going to aggravate you. Do what she says. She'll have the smoothest closing we've ever had. And it takes them a while. But then there's some that absolutely just love it. We get finished. They're like, I'm going to sell 10 more houses with you because of the systems and tools. And because you have someone that's so passionate and care, she is not going to let one thing slide through. I'm also their compliance officer. Oh, <laughs> I keep her out of compliance. FBA today. sheriff is what she is. All the I's are dotted. All the T's are crossed. Oh, yeah. I made sure everything is perfect with these documents before they get sent to Keller Williams compliance. And Keller Williams is wonderful. They have five sets of eyes up there looking at it, too, because we don't want to go and get in trouble or do illegal. We want it to be ethical and above board, you know, on everything we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you would think that that's across the board, but it's not. So I tip my hat to you for putting that as a top priority. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to me, I don't want my clients to come back and something happened, you know, and I tell my clients. 
You be honest, because we're going to be honest. We're going to tell the truth. I called Laura one time and I said, Laura, I said, I got to tell you this because I wanted to get out and leak, you know, and then you not aware of it. I said, but I did have such and such from such and such, won't say the name, try to recruit me to come on over and be their transaction coordinator. I told them, no way would I ever leave Laura Carpenter. So just don't even go there. <laughs> Hang up now. Why so, no one call Rose after this podcast. <laughs> She's right. not leaving. I'm not <laughs> Laura Carpenter, okay? She's my sister in Christ, you know? I have to answer to God on that one, boy. Yeah, yeah. that's not true. And I haven't even told her Rose, listen. Because some of them have said, name your price. Oh, you, yeah. you name your price, Rose. And, yeah. and I'm like, Rose, come on. You could do it. It's not about the money. If Laura has something, she'll text me. Because we're big on group texts, okay? Yeah. I'm a big communicator. And she'll text me and she'll say, I'm sending you this, but it doesn't have to be today. Well. <laughs> well, it's immediate. <laughs> big rock. You know, oh yeah, the big rock. She says, I only want you to focus on the big rocks. Well, to me, everything is a big rock, but you're learning. I'm learning because that was very hard for me because when she would send me something, text me and say, hey, I need comps run on this. It could be 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and get it done now, right? No. Look and at the day. That's not a big rock. Right. She says, just do the big rocks, do the big rocks. So on my phone, on my calendar, every day I have an alarm set, 9 a.m., big rocks only. Oh, yes. On our calendar, we also have be still and know I am God. Yeah. And when you look at that first thing in the morning, we got no problems. We don't yeah. have the issues. A lot of what you make a problem, Randy's quote, 90% of what you worry about, Laura, is never going to happen. That's right. True. But yeah, we did have a little struggle in the beginning with big rocks because everything was a big rock to Rose. And I can remember many a day she would call me, okay, okay. And I'm like, is this a big rock? Well, no. Yeah. Okay, then I'm not talking to you about it. Yeah. And she'd hang up. <laughs> she has to remind me. I'm you know. Sharpens iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, rock, big, big rock, big rock. And you know, believe it or not, kudos to you, but praise God that I've instilled that philosophy in my personal life. Rose, if it's a big rock, move it. If it's not, get on your knees, pray about it. Let God take care of your big rock. You know yeah. what I mean? God will fight your battles for you. Take care of your problems. So kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I've worked with, with the big rocks, even with my personal. We each have our role. It's really funny. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely the relationship with the clients. Randy's our bag of chill. He's bag just of chill. bag of chill. He's <laughs> our bag of chill. But he's the one that is behind the scenes that, like I said, he drives me everywhere. And, you know, and you've got a personal driver. You get a lot done. That's true. We have internet on our computer, so I'm always sending things for Rose to get done. Or you I'm know, like the driving this crazy. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably one of my biggest takeaways from today, from you guys just sitting here listening to your stories and how you come together as a team is the processes. Everybody has to do what they love and what they're good at. And you have to give up control over the other things and let the person who is supposed to handle that, who loves that particular thing, who's good at that particular thing, do that. And when everyone is running on all four cylinders in their lane, then you're going to have a team and a family that works well together, that gets along and does a wonderful job for their clients. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah. yeah. Our last listing, we went to Manchester. I mean, we we swooped in a listing, and the seller was like, wow, y'all are like a fat old machine. Right. I said, yeah, we got it down to the size. Our whole family works for us. We have the two son-in-laws that are buyer's agents. And, of course, they bring listings, too. And then we have one daughter that runs the Airbnb. And then she also runs, from the very beginning, when you meet a client, it goes to her first. She types it legibly because nobody can read my writing but her. And then it goes to Rose, and Rose runs with it at that point. Then it gets to Randy. And then our other daughter is a photographer and our marketing. She does all of our marketing on social media media because she's the one that said, you know, Mom, I want to do this. I want to learn how to do this. I think it would benefit me in my job. And I said, well, how about I pay for the tools, the equipment you need, and I'll be your guinea pig. You do the Laura Carpenter group and everybody just raves because she does such a fabulous job. She ended up getting a job in her new job at Eastern doing this now. And now it's hard to get her because they need her and they see her value. And it's really funny because I fire her all the time or she quits all the time because she'll want to deal with me. And then by the time we get out there, she's like, I don't want to quit. And I'm like, I don't want to fire you. But it's really good. I mean, and each daughter, you know, is just, you see their strengths. Yeah. They don't do what they don't want to do and what they're not good at. When Rose came aboard, that freed me up to become a drone pilot. Correct. Did you do all the drone footage for the listings? And other agents are higher agents. Or yeah. Hiring them. That was, goes back to the love of learning. I'm like, I don't know anything about a drone. So I learned. Just learned it. Got, got my license with it. And it was the hardest test I've ever taken in my life, but I did pass. <laughs> <laughs> but that freed me up because drone is a, a important part of real estate. I think it helps sell, especially land. You know, if you got 10 or 12 acres, then mm-hmm. it really comes in handy for that. Yeah. And all of the listings Randy puts them on the system, the Flex MLS, you know, I won't do that because it is. Well, you have to be a realtor to do it too. Yes. If you yes, your license. Yes, yes, yes. So that's one piece that I will never take away from you. <laughs> I've taken away everything else from you, but not that one. That's right. You don't know anything about it, so you can't yeah. bite my ankles when I'm that. Inside. That's right. That's right. But what I'm getting at is Randy knows everybody's job. That's how valuable this guy is, okay? We may keep him in the back of the room, but really, he deserves to be in the forefront because he knows everybody's job. He's my backup. He's Laura's backup. He's everybody's backup, you know? So we've got it all down to a science, this group. Well, I have to say, I'm proud of you all. Thank you. You know, you guys, truly, I mean, to come into it and be in the middle of COVID and the madness and trying to work out all these systems and juggle all the things that you had to juggle, grieving, yeah. grieving for your spouse. You guys had a new grandbaby. Yeah. You were going to college and you graduated. True. We got your degree later in life. I mean, you've had so many things going on. And yet you were able to still make this not just a functioning group that you know can get something done, but a well-oiled machine, like we said, that is just top-notch, the best team, best team. I can say that because I work with you guys, so I know. Thank you. And yeah. you're amazing, and I, I'm thankful to know you. I'm thankful to work with you and to call you all friends. Same, Same. yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, I so appreciate you guys coming in today, 
and doing the podcast with us. I'm going to put all of your contact information in the comment section and the uh, description section of the podcast so everybody knows how to contact you when they need the drone <laughs> footage of their home and they need something <laughs> listed and all those things. And we'll put your information about your Airbnbs so that people know how to book with you, thank you. Um, and all of that. So be on the lookout for that. And again, thank you for joining us today on an episode of Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a little bit about business and a lot about life. That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at springdaletitle.com. Mm-hmm.